Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. All Canadians have to be aware, this is maybe the most dangerous time globally in our lifetimes. So it's not a case of just saying we're not in it. We are in it. And unfortunately, we have a federal government that doesn't quite understand the significance. Or they're playing domestic politics with an international crisis, which is always... I shouldn't say always, because I can't remember the last time another government did this. Although I'm sure it happens. But... um, And we will be talking about things other than the Middle East today and tomorrow on the program. Just want you to know that. But I was reading an op-ed by my next guest in the National Post, and the headline is, Trudeau liberals leave world questioning whose side Canada is on, the terrorists or their victims. Trudeau liberals leave world questioning whose side Canada is on, the terrorists or their victims. Avi Ben Lolo is the author of the op-ed. He's the founder and chairman of the Abraham Global Peace Initiative, AGPI. Avi, thank you very much for joining us. How are you today? I'm okay, all things considered. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. It's been a while. Um, Let me just quote Mr. Trudeau, and then I want to get into your... Op-ed, obviously. But I read this quote from uh, Mr. Trudeau at a news conference. There are lots of different perspectives, but there are shared fears and concerns amongst all parliamentarians. I have no idea what that means. I don't either. Um, You know, this is a fight between good and evil, plain and simple. There are really no great areas. And the problem is, unfortunately, that our prime minister, uh, and uh, as he's now saying, alluding to various MPs, are creating gray areas. And that's sowing a lot of confusion and doubt in our own society. And this is why today we're seeing so many rallies, very anti-Semitic rallies across Canada, with uh, pro-Palestinian, um, mainly I can see mainly of, of, of Muslim descent, uh, but there are many others uh, who are calling for genocide and the murder of Jews on our own streets. And this is because we have poor leadership at the top who isn't able to distinguish between right and wrong. Yeah, it's a criminal offense to support a criminal and terrorist organization so defined by the federal government. And given Mr. Trudeau's enthusiasm for chasing others he doesn't approve of, you would think this government would be at least enforcing its own rules, regulations, and laws. Um, well, yeah, yeah sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I, and I agree with that. Sorry. Go ahead. No, please. You go ahead. Uh, no, and, and, you know, all we have to do is look at some of our allies, particularly our European allies, like France, Germany. Yeah. Um, where they have already denounced vocally rallies within their own countries, uh, including actually, I, sh- I should say, the UK, um, and they've they've threatened the leadership uh, in order to defuse those rallies. Have threatened to deport people from their country uh, to make arrests on uh, hate hate crime and hate speech. So you know there are warnings now in these capitals that this is going to happen, but we haven't heard one single warning from our government authorities. And Mr. Trudeau, and I checked his Twitter feed or X feed, 
just a little while ago. He remains unwilling to accept that Israel did not bomb the Gaza hospital, even after Israel, as I said to our last guest, presented its evidence to the world, even after Joe Biden made it clear the United States stands by Israel's intelligence, and it was their own intelligence, the, the U.S. agencies, said, it would look, it was a terrorist missile misfire that impacted the, the Gaza hospital. So, do you have concerns that Mr. Trudeau is actually standing with Israel? Because we also have his foreign minister babbling on about uh, this being a criminal offense to uh, bomb a, a hospital and making no effort whatsoever to correct, first of all, the, the silly tweet, but also the dangerous tweet. Do you have concern about Mr. Trudeau's um, commitment to defending Israel, defending democracy, uh, do you think he's just playing, uh, we, we said this in the last hour, but, but playing domestic politics uh, and using an international crisis as his toy? Well, here's the thing. So there's several points to this. I mean, first and foremost, it's very clear that this was a misfire by the Islamic Jihad or another uh, Palestinian terrorist organization. There are recordings that have been released on it. There are, uh, you know, there's, there's pictures, etc. And, of course, this forensic uh, investigation that both the Pentagon and the Israeli officials have, have clearly released to the world. And so no one is contesting that claim. Everybody understands that uh, this was um, something that happened at the hands of the Palestinians and of Hamas itself. So, so for Trudeau to to, to say, you know, he's investigating, um, that that's just uh, not uh, you know not the right thing to say. Firstly, uh, you know, again, it falls into the gray area. It incites um, you know Palestinians here in our own uh, country. Uh, to feel like like this was Israel's fault, um, and it provokes them onto our streets, and that that is what is accelerating anti-Semitism. So he could easily diffuse all of that. What is going on is, obviously, as you say, he is playing politics. There's a very large uh, Palestinian and pro-Palestinian community in our country. And when I say that, it's not just people of Muslim descent. Unfortunately, what we've seen is also uh, very left-wing uh, academics, uh, people in unions, uh, people in various church groups, uh, people in the media that that are continuously, and this is not new for the last 20 years, have been vocally anti-Israel and mislabeling Israel in apartheid state and calling Jews colonizers and all of that, uh, all, all of that very harsh and false uh, propagandist language um, that that now, in fact, what we're actually seeing, we're seeing in the narrative that's coming out is that they that Hamas was actually justified in slaughtering the Jews in the community, the 1,400 uh, children and women and men that were slaughtered and raped and beaten and tortured and burnt. Um, you know, there is an actual narrative right now that it was a justified act against uh, the Jewish people. And that is horrific when you really think about it. And so it, you know, for for leaders like like uh, our Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and the people that surround him, they've got to defuse this, and they've got to defuse this narrative and the, these beliefs immediately, because what they're doing is creating a powder keg here in Canada. In fact, no other time ha have we ever seen police 
police here, York Region, in uh, Toronto, in front of Jewish institutions. Every Jewish institution has a police car. I don't know if Canadians know this. It's never been seen before, ever. Why is that? Because there is a real threat. And if it wasn't for the police today, I don't know what would have happened to the Jewish community. And so, um, you know, we need the, our government to stop playing, uh, you know, these games and, 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 you know, position things between right and wrong, good and evil. And we know that Hamas is an evil terrorist organization. And that is exactly the, the, the clarification that our government needs to uphold. Yeah. And you point out in in your op-ed that Mr. Trudeau has remained absent from Israel when other leaders have gone, including uh, Joe Biden, notably president of the United States. In your op-ed, you also wrote about the Trudeau government's quote. And here we get to the advisor. Somebody's got to be advising uh, Mr. Trudeau. The Trudeau government's quote pledge of $10 million in aid to both sides, you write, reflecting a faulty and shameful desire for neutrality, end quote. Um, it's, it, yeah. I mean, it, it's look, a head shaker. You know, yeah, well, you know, when you're giving both sides $10 million equally, um, you know, it, it just shows, look, I'm, you know, I'm playing politics here, I'm being neutral, I'm not really weighing into this decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, and so that's important, and, what, and, and, and that's not really what's happening. When you look at the world leaders, whether it's the German chancellor, um, you know, or, or the UK uh, prime minister, uh, or Biden, etc., you know, they've all gone to stand with Israel uh, in its time of needs as an ally, democratic nation that practices freedom and democracy. And so, um, you know, we haven't seen that kind of stepping up uh, from uh, from Canada uh, in, to the extent that uh, that these leaders have have gone. And so that that's that's a very big uh, concern. And again, it it falls into this narrative. And this question, where does Canada really stand? Where do we stand? Where does our government stand on this? Because if we're standing with Hamas, let's say that we're standing with Hamas, at least we know where we stand. Okay, if we're standing with the terrorists, let's say that we're standing with the terrorists. I really hope we're not. I really, really hope we're not. But if we are, let's declare that so that Canadians know. Yeah, it's uh, very interesting what you wrote your headline. Trudeau liberals leave world questioning whose side Canada is on, the terrorists or or the victims. We also, um, we have to, uh, uh, again, we're looking at what other world leaders have done. I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, <clears throat> German Chancellor Schultz and the president of France, you mentioned it, are very strongly engaged and they're threatening these uh, uh, demonstration leaders with deportation from their countries. They're not putting up with it. Mr. Trudeau even has a, uh, a division in his own caucus, which he refuses to condemn as liberal MPs call for Israel to engage in a ceasefire. No way, Mr. Trudeau is not going to, he's not going to condemn them. It's just a... I'm paraphrasing, I guess, a familial disagreement. But we're all we're all on the same team. It's nonsense. It's 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 ridiculous. It, the reverberation. I don't think he understands the reverberation of his words. When Bob Ray became the premier of Ontario, I interviewed him the next day, and he said, "I'm really surprised 
First of all, I'm surprised that I won. And now I have to realize, Roy, that everything I say, I have to be careful about what I say because everything I say is premier matters. Prime Minister should know that after eight years. Let's talk, let's talk about the CBC and their refusal to use the word terrorists. Yeah. And I had a personal experience with them on that, Avi, but you wrote about that in your, in your op-ed. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, look, I mean, I, I've been speaking about it for quite uh, a lengthy time, but the CBC, of course, um, you know, we all know is refusing to label uh, Hamas as a terrorist organization. In fact, I just read an article uh, this morning where they're still referring to Hamas as a militant group. I mean, I think everybody with any kind of common sense understands that Hamas is not a militant group. Hamas is a terrorist group, um, you know, and you could see that by the heinous crimes uh, they committed, if you have any doubt. And of course, before that, they had committed suicide bombings, as we might all recall, um, you know, and of course, continuously to fire rockets into, into Israel. But if you were just to look at what the crimes they had committed last uh, two weeks ago on October the 7th, um, you would you would surmise this is a terrorist group. And, so, and of course, Canada itself has designated Hamas a terrorist group for over 20 years. There's no question for anybody that this is not a, a, a terrorist. But, but the CBC, our, our government-funded, taxpayer-funded uh, organization, refuses to call uh, Hamas a terrorist um, group and, in fact, calls them a militant group. Again, it's, it's, it's lying to the Canadian public about this group. It's deceiving the Canadian public about this this group, and, and 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 CBC says, well, we don't want to choose a side. Well, you do want to choose a side. You want to choose a side of good, and so when we look at the big picture about what's going on, we have to ask ourselves as Canadians, why are we not choosing the the side of the good? Why are we not choosing the 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 side the, the the sunny side? Why are we going with the dark side? I don't get it. And, and most Canadians don't understand it because the evidence is there. The factual evidence is there. It, this is not, you know, propaganda. This is not misinformation. They committed these crimes. They are terrorists. And so, and so uh, you can't be neutral. You have to take a stand. And taking a stand, in fact, is important for our own uh, moral compass. Because if we're not taking a stand against that, what are we ever going to take a stand for? How do we mm -hmm. exemplify right and wrong to our yep. children? Yep. And this is important for us to think about. You know, some years ago, I uh, engaged the then head of CBC News in an on-air debate interview on this very issue because there was a reason at that time for them to use the word terrorist. But they chose to do it again, militants and whatever other terms they used. They would no go, not go near terrorists. And I asked him why, and he said... Well, it's policy and it's style, and he started to point to the BBC and the New York Times as justification, as, the, as though I, I needed to be informed and educated on the proper use of the word. So I said to him, if someone commits an act of murder and is convicted of that act of murder, will the CBC describe that individual as a murderer on your newscasts? And he said, yes. And he knew what was coming next. And I said, so if somebody commits an act of terror... I think it might have been 
if somebody convicts an act of terror, and it's very clearly evident to the whole world that this person has committed an act of terror, why isn't that person a terrorist then, by extension? You wouldn't go there. And it's, it's sad. And, and, and then we had our own, I mean, there was liberal MPs who were uh, stopping the, uh, this from going to debate in Parliament. What, what, have you had re- reaction and response to your op-ed? Sure, have, have we? What, what kind of reaction and response have you had to the op-ed? Oh, it's, it's been massive. Actually, if you look at the comments section, uh, as of this morning, there were well over a thousand comments. Okay. The most commented article, okay. I think, in the National Post in the last uh, number of days. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.